a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. second i'm i'm refreshing my cryptocurrency investments yeah hold, hold on one second I'll, I'll get to the radio show in just a second okay uh drag down here refresh oh oh my oh my goodness uh w- when we kicked off the show i was i was joking around that i was uh, doing some cryptocurrency investing <laughs> the the truth is i actually was and uh, I didn't think that anything would really come of it during the show, at least. And uh, and I don't want to get too specific. I'm not going to tell you what I bought or how much. But I will tell you that from the beginning of the show, which was just 30 minutes ago to right now, I could cover lunch at least. That's not so bad. Not so bad. I'm not, not quite ready to retire. <laughs> but getting there, I hope. Anyway, uh, what'd you do yesterday? What'd you do yesterday, uh, specifically starting at about 4.30 p.m. on into the evening? Yeah, you watch the Super Bowl, of course, because you're a good American. Or are we supposed to be boycotting? I don't remember. I, I don't know. I watched it. Had a great time. Got together with uh, with some family, all very you know safe about it and all. Everyone's keeping themselves uh, healthy. Uh, well, we, we watched the game, and it was incredible. I know, uh, I know that there are many, including Maria Chaleos. We were going back and forth during the commercial break. Uh, they want to see, uh, you know, a hard-hitting, nail-biting uh, game that goes all the way to the end before you really know how it's going to shake up uh, or shape up. Yeah, I, I get that. And like 99% of the time, I uh, am with you, and I love to see, you know, a back and forth nail biter all the way through to the end. But I also get a certain thrill out of watching a winner win. And a winner win big. And that, I think, in my humble opinion, okay, it's not so humble. In my opinion, that's what we got to see uh, just yesterday. Tom stinking Brady. Tom Brady. After uh, the, the the Hall of Fame career, and here's the thing, he, he probably packed like two Hall of Fame careers uh, into his time in New England, decides, hey, how about a third chapter? Heads on down, or a second chapter, however you want to write that story, heads on down to Florida, and what does he do? He takes uh, one of the poor teams in the league and uh, <laughs> throws them up on his back, brings some of his friends on board to play. And hauls them all the way to a Super Bowl victory and a decisive one, right? Absolute, absolute, absolute winner right there. <laughs> uh, some of the records, uh, Super Bowl wins, seven. Seven Super Bowl wins, that's a record. Super Bowl appearance, 10, that's a record. Super Bowl MVPs, five, that's a record. Touchdown passes, 21, that's a record. Uh, th- there are a dozen of them here. I, w- I won't even go through. The list is so long, uh, you'll get bored before we get to the end of it. Just know we saw a little bit of greatness just yesterday. And so that's that. That's my little my week sports analysis. And if I was a sports analyst, uh, 
you know, I'd be on a different time of day uh, and I'd be attending cool sports games. As it is, uh, they just have me talk about current events and politics and such like that. And so I won't uh, I won't pretend to be all that smart when it comes to sports, but I do know about people. And uh, yesterday, the Super Bowl, uh, again, regardless of what you think politically, all right, just just detach all the politics from uh, sports if you can. That's my that's my plea and my approach. Uh, but yesterday we we experienced something together that was a lot of fun, right? Uh, the, the Super Bowl is uh, something that's great. It's got something for everyone. And regardless of your politics, you were able to sit down yesterday, and maybe you did quite literally uh, with friends and family. Hopefully, you're being safe, and we don't have some kind of like Super Bowl COVID spike. Uh, but that's a <laughs> that's a topic for another day. Uh, yesterday, we were able to to come together and. I, I try not to like buy into the real cheesy stuff. And, and Super Bowl ads, as you know, uh, you know they they really sometimes lean into uh, to the sentimental stuff. Sure, sure, there are good comedies, and uh, you know that USA Today poll that they administer every year. It's the funnier ads that rise to the top of that list, and we'll look at it in a second. Uh, the, the winners, of course, the Tracy Morgan pair of ads, uh, the Rocket Mortgage. Those were funny. Those were funny. Uh, but one, one that stuck out, and, and I believe Boyd Matheson talked a bit about this, uh, but it was the one voiced by Bruce Springsteen. He's driving around in that uh, Willie's Jeep. He's got some cowboy boots on and that, that uh, black cowboy hat, and he's uh, talking about meeting in the middle. Geographically, the ad is centered in a, a small town in Kansas called Lebanon. It's the geographic center of of the continental United States. It's the center and the heart of our country. Now, this means nothing to no one except for me, but I knew if you were to have asked me where is the geographic center of the lower 48, I would have been able to tell you Lebanon, Lebanon, Kansas. I would have been able to say, how? Well, years and years ago, (laughs) there was a Trivial Pursuit card that asked the question, the answer there written on the back. And uh, for some reason, Amongst the other hundreds of Trivial Pursuit questions I have asked and answered, that's the one that stuck out, and that's the one that took hold. So uh, I thought, uh, well, I know I know about this. I know about Lebanon. Anyway, Bruce Springsteen, let me play for you uh, a little clip from this. I believe it uh, is communicative of a good message. There's a chapel in Kansas standing on the exact center of the lower 48. It never closes. All are more than welcome to come meet here in the middle. I'm into that. I'm into that. I know it's uh, I know it's cheesy and a little melodramatic, but I'm into it. I agree with it. I do. Uh, you know, I, I've been talking about this whole like civility and come togetherness thing for a while, and I don't want to sound too cheesy about it, and I don't want to. Uh, encourage anyone to like betray their own politics. All right, you got to stick to your beliefs. But I think we can accomplish what is requested in this Jeep ad. Yeah, it was a Jeep ad uh, by Bruce Springsteen uh, without betraying anything that we believe. The the middle isn't moving on our beliefs, but it's uh, coming together and towards one another as human beings, as Americans, as brothers and sisters, friends. And uh, and I, I, as I saw that, I you know, I didn't have like you know fully developed thoughts or anything, but I wanted to chat with you uh, about this idea and remind you that uh, you know it's not just Bruce Springsteen who you know has been very critical of uh, President Trump and has been very vocal politically. Uh, you know he he's got a position, and you know where he stands on the on the spectrum. 
But the message that he communicated yesterday in that Jeep ad, that's a true one. Uh, Listen, I've rambled on uh, for a little too long here, longer than planned. I want to get you involved in the conversation here. I've got more clips from more commercials and more thoughts I want to share with you, but let me invite you to get in on the chat, starting with text message 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to know uh, of the ads, which uh, struck you the most, which made you laugh the most, which are you going to remember down the road? Also, I'd love to hear your voice. Give me a call. Let's talk about Super Bowl ads. 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK. Was it the Squarespace ad with Dolly Parton? The one where George Costanza's face is on a sweatshirt? How about the one where lemons come raining down from the sky? I got a few favorites. I'll share them with you next. I want to hear from you as well. 801-KSL-TALK. Your calls and Super Bowl ads next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Did you did your car get nasty over the weekend? When that big snowfall came, did you have it parked out on the street or in the driveway? Let the snow pile up on top, and as it melted away, it left behind that special treat just for you. I drove by uh, uh, a few car washes uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and Man, forget about it. You try to get your car washed this past weekend. You're in line for hours and hours. I've never seen it been so popular. Uh, good day for for good day for car wash operators, though, huh? That's pretty good. They're going to be pulling a lot of quarters out of the machines. Oh, we use credit cards now. No, I'm sorry. Uh, well, good for the good for them. Good for the car wash owners and operators. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully, we don't see that runoff impact you heard uh, mentioned just a, a moment ago. Anyway, uh, we're talking Super Bowl ads. A gentleman called in during the break and. Uh, pointed out uh, about Bruce Springsteen that, uh, you know, it was Bruce Springsteen that not that long ago was joking about leaving the country uh, if President Trump were to be reelected. If I remember the quote uh, exactly, and well, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but if I remember uh, what he said at the time, it was something along the lines of, if President Trump is reelected, uh, which I don't predict he will be, how's that for Bruce Springsteen, uh, I'll be on the, the first flight out uh, talking about uh, going and visiting Australia. I think he said each time he's ever been to Australia, it's been a wonderful, carefree experience. And uh, maybe maybe if uh, things hadn't gone his way this past election, he'd find himself down there uh, in the Great Down Under. Is that what they call it? I don't know. Uh, I'll, I've never been. Uh, the toilets, they flush backwards, right? I don't know. Uh, Super Bowl ads. What'd you think? Uh, get on the phone. I want to hear about your favorites. I'm going to walk through a few of my observations and thoughts. I'll share with you too this uh, this neat little thing. Uh, honestly, this is like a, a talk radio dream, or maybe it's a, a talk radio dream if you're lazy because uh, you just talk for ten minutes about some things you saw on TV. That's what we're going to do here. Uh, there, uh, USA Today does uh, an ad meter. They call it. Uh, each year, they uh, they open up voting. So after the Super Bowl, uh, you're able to to hop on there and vote for the ads that were uh, like most impactful or or funniest or whatever. You come up with the criteria. If you think it deserves to be top of the list, you cast a vote for it. And uh, in a moment, I'll share with you uh, how that list shaped up, plus my own views. But you, I want to hear more than anything from you. Eight zero one. 575-8255-801-KSL-TALK. Did you watch the Super Bowl? We talked about how great it was. I know I'm a fan of watching winners win big. That's what happened yesterday. Uh, and in between all that big winning, there were commercials. How'd they strike you? Uh, I, I thought, as I viewed them, that they were 
I, it was refreshing to see how absent politics was from the whole mix. Uh, there was some of it here, here and there, and you, you could see it sneak in uh, around the edges at some places. But for the most part, for the most part, uh, politics were able to uh, be absent uh, from from the Super Bowl. And I, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful for you know about the views of anyone involved, uh, you know, in professional sports. Uh, and, and I am not saying that you know they shouldn't use their voices. I would never say that ever. Uh, but I do know that for me, my experience, and uh, and I know I'm not alone here, uh, that watching sports is is typically done in an effort to uh, you know put aside the the stresses and the anxieties that are are so uh, present in our in our own lives. You know, it's a it's a form of escapism, and I was grateful to uh, engage in just a little bit of that uh, last night. Uh, Wayne's World. Tension. Were you, a, were you a Wayne's World fan uh, when you were growing up? I was. Big, big fan. Uh, I could probably recite the movie. And so uh, yesterday, as the Super Bowl ads were, were playing out, it was, uh, it was fun to see uh, Wayne and Garth back on the couch on their cable access show. As a local access show, we want everyone to support local restaurants. But we'd never manipulate you the way all these other commercials do. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. It was a good reminder of the the different uh, like like the stereotypical lines that you got from Wayne and Garth. I thought it could have been a little more clever. And honestly, until I was preparing for the program today, I had forgotten that it was an Uber Eats ad. Now I remember. Uh, but uh, but I thought it could have been a little more creative. Um, but still great to see uh, those two guys, uh, to see uh, Mike Myers and uh, what's his name? Carvey. A little, aged a little bit, right? Aged a little bit. And even in the Wayne's World costumes, uh, the, the Wayne and Garth outfits, uh, you can see the age shining through. You can see the crow's feet around their eyes. <laughs> I probably have a few of my own grown in since the first time I saw those two perform. Uh, Squarespace, here's an ad. In the background, you hear singing uh, Dolly Parton. And instead of nine to five, uh, it is five to nine. Working five to nine, you've got passion and a vision. Cause it's hustling time, the only way to make a living. Really cool conversation uh, stemming from this ad that took place this morning on uh, Dave and Dejanovic's program. And if you go back to the KSL News Radio app powered by. Any hour services, you can listen to, to that conversation. Essentially, the ad was looking at uh, side hustles, right? Uh, side hustles. And uh, that being, you know, a job you pick up uh, in addition to your nine to five, maybe something you work on after work between the hours of five and nine, uh, and in Squarespace, offering up their services as something that could, you know, aid in that. And uh, anyway, uh, producer of uh, Dave and Debbie's program uh, does a little bit of side hustling herself and gave some uh, some cool insight there. So go back and listen to that. Um, with that said, there has been, oddly, a little bit of controversy surrounding this ad. I, not exactly sure uh, why. I think the idea of hard work and following your passions and trying to turn your hobbies into your profession, that's, that's very good. And sometimes you got to add a few days to the workday. But uh, for whatever reason, 
uh, there has been some pushback on on that ad uh, for suggesting that the way to get ahead in the world is to uh, simply add hours to the workday. And I don't know. Uh, I, I, I always thought, maybe I'm old-fashioned, I, I thought that hard work was a good thing. I thought we were uh, we were hardworking people, and that the pathway to uh, the American dream was uh, one of those blood, sweat, and tears type of thing. Anyway, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe four hour work week. Uh, I read that book. Sure, maybe that's what it's all about. Uh, another ad, which uh, wasn't a big fan of this one, but it was it was it was interesting, and uh, I got myself thinking about. Oh, I wonder what it took to put that together. And it's the one where Jason Alexander, George Costanza's stanza's face, is on that sweatshirt the young man's wearing. You have to wash Jason Alexander hoodie. That looks clean to me. Is it though? And then you see, uh, you see George pull up, or Jason Alexander, I should call him by his actual name, right? Uh, you see him pull up. I had a, an interaction with Jason Alexander once. It was a number of years ago. Uh, it was on the campus of uh, Utah Valley University. He came to give uh, some kind of address. Uh, it was. It wasn't just for actors or aspiring actors. It was uh, it was him talking about his craft, uh, but it uh, he was talking about how to apply the lessons he had learned as an actor to success in life. And what ended up happening was it's absolutely fascinating. Seinfeld that was a comedy, right? That was a a, a show that you watched to laugh, <laughs> and it was remarkable how serious. Jason Alexander got about everything he put into the various scenes. And I don't want to mischaracterize. It was a number of years ago, but I think there were a few scenes uh, that he was involved in where, as he described his method uh, leading up to the filming of those scenes, that uh, that he was brought to tears, right, in, in, the, in the preparation. And not tears of like, oh, I'm laughing so hard I'm crying, but like tears of intensity. I didn't know that Seinfeld was such a serious show. Anyway, every once in a while when Jason Alexander pops up, I think about uh, sitting there in the auditorium looking up at him chatting about the serious side of Jerry Seinfeld and the Seinfeld program. Uh, Last one I want to share with you before we go to break. It's uh, a Bud Light ad. When did Bud Light supposed to start making lemonade? Probably when 2020 handed us all those lemons. 2020 was a lemon of a year. So that the the audio here doesn't really do this justice, and uh, and if you haven't seen it, uh, go back and look at it. It's funny because uh, it's you know Bud Light's got this new product, uh, some kind of sparkling something or other, and it's got lemons in it, <clears throat> lemonade, this and that. And the 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 joke there is that when life gives you lemons, like twenty twenty did, and then it shows lemons just hailing out of the sky, and not just subtle, gentle little thuds of lemons falling from above, uh, but no. <laughs> Bam! Into one actor's face and bam! Into the hood of a car and bam! Through a windshield and through a window. <laughs> Those lemons, they fell aggressively and it started, uh, you know, very gentle and nice and then bam! 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 A hailstorm of lemons. Anyway, I thought visually it was a neat one. Uh, what do you think? Still time to weigh in. 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Let me know over the break. I'll review those. And when we come back, when we come back, I'm going to give you a gun report. There's some things happening in Washington, D.C. and right here in Utah that if you are uh, a gun enthusiast, a firearms enthusiast and supporter of the Second Amendment, you're going to want to pay attention to this. I'll share it all with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley. 
investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.